Welcome, I'm Joshua Zakoff, and this is Farewell to the Surface, the podcast, where we discuss life beneath the surface. Welcome back, Farewell to the Surface back at it i got a new episode for y'all got some exciting news um share a little bit of a a, a testimony uh with you guys and uh, it's a it's an interesting testimony and i i think it's really important that i get into it and the reason why is because it has to do with something that happened to me um this past weekend um i i don't know exactly what it was um the best i could call it is i got delivered from from religion I I got delivered from the fear of man or the fear of religious men. Um, I got uh, free from um, feeling like I needed to be a certain type of way. And this is a common thing because so many people suffer silently within Christianity because of these things. And so uh, I felt like I need to get into it and I'm going to share a little bit of a background story and then I'm going to get back to, you know, what happened this weekend. But I'm going to start off with saying, you know, when I got saved, I'm going to jump right into it. You know, when I got saved, um, I got saved in jail. I got saved not knowing uh, Christian tradition, not knowing Christian culture, not understanding anything about Christianity uh, within, you know, its traditions or within cultures. And one of the topics that I'm going to have to do one day is is zoom in on specifically um, cultures effects on Christianity. And um, I'm not going to get into too much of that today, but I'll touch on it. And so I want to start off with saying, you know, when I got saved, I got saved in jail. And many of you know my story, but I got saved, you know, in jail. And part of getting saved in jail was uh, it was authentic. It was raw. It was real. It was me and Jesus. You know what I mean? And so I had my encounter with with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. I got baptized in the Holy Spirit without knowing what it really was. Um, I had witnessed, um, you know, one of my one of my you know friends in the jail. He was getting uh, words and knowledge. Didn't even know what it really was. And I would go and, and investigate the words and knowledge. And then I found, you know, so I got introduced into the prophetic, praying for healing. I mean, seeing people, you know, get touched by the Holy Ghost. And so, anyways, um, when I got out of jail, I start, I stepped straight into street ministry. You know what I mean? I had a very intimate um, uh, uh, relationship with the Holy Spirit, and therefore. You know what I'm saying? All I did is I, my free time, I'd read the Bible, I'd pray and I'd fast and I'd seek God and then I'd go out on the streets and, I, and I'd pray for people. And, and um, you know, over time, I started to see more and more. And I've, I've talked about a little bit of that before. And what's interesting is that probably I didn't really start going. I mean, I was going to a church, right? But there wasn't much of it that was, it wasn't a very, um, it was a very like, open, uh, open set of church, if that makes sense. It was like, um, nothing was really pushed on people. It was a very like comfortable church and it was a good church. And the the next thing I want to say is when I started getting into these stories, I'm not bashing anybody. I'm not calling anybody out. I'm sharing my experience. I'm sharing things that I've observed. And if I attack anything, it's not the people. It is, uh, the culture that I've seen and what's been associated with it and the toxic culture within these things. And so anyways, the church that I started going to, there was nothing that was really impressed upon me when I was going there. I was attending and it was, it was cool, but I was doing my own thing with God. Right. And and so the first year of my walk, it was really just me and the Holy Spirit, I felt like, you know, and within that training, I guess you could call it, 
I learned that the gifts of the Holy Spirit were definitely real. Um, I learned that the prophetic was real. I saw healing. Um, you know, I, God was moving in my life. God was using me and I had nothing to compare it to. You get what I'm saying? But then what started happening was I started going to a more like seeker friendly, the mega church style type of church, right? And um, actually, let me reverse. I started going to a Pentecostal church. And this was a very like strictish kind of, you know, Hispanic Pentecostal style church. And I started to notice certain things that at the time didn't really stick out to me, right? But this is the snare. And what I'm, the, the whole uh, emphasis and the whole theme of what I'm talking about in this episode is religious snares and traditions that get placed on Christians that are not from God. And so this was one of the first ones where I started to feel like I needed to be a certain type of way. You know what I mean? When I got saved, I was trained in the Holy Spirit, the school of the Holy Spirit, if you want to call it. And I knew I'm Josh with Jesus in me. That was, that was the motto it was like i'm me but now i just got holiness now i have purity now i have the holy spirit now i have jesus you know and so that changed the way i live but i was me right and then so what basically what started happening was you know i started going to these churches and i would notice you know it was the type of church you tell someone like hey i like your shirt and they're like oh glory to god <laughs> you know what i mean it's like everything like you, like you start feeling like you have to talk a certain way you start feeling like you have to say oh glory to god after every sentence you start feeling like you have to say oh amen and, and praise the lord after every sentence you start feeling like like so i started feeling that i started feeling like that 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 thing you know and and i didn't it didn't touch me at the time okay but this is when i started looking back this is when i started knowing. so it didn't get on me at the time i was just like okay whatever you know and i started just kind of drifting away from that culture that was at that church because i was like this just is different than the jesus i'm experiencing on my own and and again nothing against these people i'm not bashing anything it was just within that that type of culture it just wasn't sitting right with me at, at one point and i just felt called to you know led away from it and i started going to the the bigger mega type church and um when i was going there you know it was it was all it was really comfortable it was really nice like it was sweet right but at one point i just started to feel like you know like I just feel like everybody's just comfortable where they're at. And I'm like so hungry for more, you know, I just started to get this feel like it was like, you know, on the, we're in church, but then the outside conversation had nothing to do with God. It's just about life and about the game and about this. And, and I was too hungry, man. Like I was like, man, I'm trying, like, let's go pray. I want to like, let's talk about Jesus. Let's, I wanted to talk about doctrine. Let's talk about theology. Like that was where I was at. And it just felt like, uh, there wasn't that, that hunger in the, the people I was meeting, or that stimulation of, of, you know, hunger being stirred within me wasn't there. And, um, and, um, and it wasn't long until I basically started going to a charismatic church. Okay. So about a year and a half into my walk, about a year into my walk. Um, yeah, about a year into my walk, I started going to a charismatic church. And so that hit home right off the bat. I mean, that, that was like, all right, they pray in tongues, bet, me too. Oh, they believe in prophecy, they believe in healing, they, you know what I'm saying, it's fire preaching, it's fire, you know, it's, it's revelatory, you know, teaching and all this stuff, everything that, that I had been taught alone with God was at present in this, you know, in this church, and so I started going there, and um, it was amazing for a while, but then what started to happen is, you know, and I'm trying to be careful. Like, I can't stress enough. I'm not bashing, but just this is something I've seen in the culture. I started to just notice that there was such an emphasis on who had what gifting, 
uh, who is anointed or not. Oh, they're not anointed. Oh, they are anointed. Oh, that singing wasn't anointed. Oh, that, that person is anointed. They're not anointed. Oh, they're gifted. And you start to see that there is a, a, a essentially a, a favoritism or a hierarchy based upon people's giftedness. It started to, I started to notice. And, um, it, it, and I started to feel more of a pressure to perform because then titles matter. Now, oh, you're the evangelist. You're an evangelist. So you, you get out there and you win souls was kind of how it felt. And no one ever told me this specifically but it was like you're the evangelist you're called to do this you're called to do that so your identity starts to get attached more with what you're called to do and you know this is all subconsciously this is things i'm looking back and and, no, and now i see clear the how this all happened right so I'm, I'm telling you guys this from hindsight and so um these things start getting placed on you. these these yokes these snares start getting placed on you now i'm not blaming it entirely on the culture let me make that clear this is not entirely the culture's fault some of this is because of a lack of identity within yourself or some type of soul trauma something that maybe you haven't been healed but then partnered with that type of culture it's extremely dangerous and the, people are getting crushed by this and this is why i'm talking about it. this is why i'm going to be a voice for this because i've talked to too many people that have been hurt by charismatic culture and so what started to happen was, you know, at the time I was, I guess, you know, I was somebody that was flowing in, in the gifts of the Holy Spirit to an extent. And so I was, I guess, able to see things from a different perspective. And I started to notice that it was just like so many people that I met felt like they weren't really good enough until they moved in a certain type of way, until they... um until there was a certain a type of, you know, uh, the anointing or, or there was oil, you know, on their life or a gift or something. And and the reason why this gets placed on people is because at the end of the day, if you're in a charismatic culture, if you're somebody that can prophesy real well, your gift makes room for you. Right. So like right out the gate, you have nothing like you're 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 more accepted. You're more you know, it's 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 I'm going to say people are idolized, but you're more respected. You're more looked up at, too, as in somebody who is a leader or somebody who has something that you want in a sense in Christ. And so, you know, th that that's the culture, the toxicity that's within that that runs rampant. And I, and I sat and I got to see the conversations and the way people were talked about. And so what was happening was that internally I started to judge myself because at the time nobody was really affirming me. You know what I'm saying? Like I was, I would do this, I would do that. And no one ever, there was no leaders that were ever like affirming me or like, yo, good job. You're doing it. Was, so, so what started to happen was I said, maybe I'm not really anointed. I like, and like I said, I'm seeing this, I'm seeing that, but I started to internalize these things and be like, man, maybe I'm not really anointed. Maybe I'm not seeing enough maybe i'm not really like maybe i'm one of those people that doesn't really isn't that gifted and i just thought i was all this this time on the street you know what i'm saying like you know i'm seeing people break down cry i'm seeing all these things happen i'm seeing people get demons cast out i'm seeing healings but i'm thinking like oh it's not enough i'm not really anointed enough because that's probably why nobody's like you know what i'm saying um affirming me in these areas that's probably why nobody's asking me to talk that's probably why no one's inviting me to do any of these things you know what i mean because in that culture it's it's like you you see that there is a separation between these people right and and so um i started to get very self-conscious i started to internalize and compare and started to like low-key compare myself started to like just started to be hard on myself and guess what then i started to complain to god started to because i'm like why well, you know i want to move in the word of knowledge more i want to move in this more i want why aren't people falling over when i pray they're just crying god maybe it's not enough demons aren't screaming and getting cat this pride starts getting sewn in there this comparison starts getting sewn in there and next thing you know you i'm i'm 
I'm actually losing the anointing because I'm thinking that I'm not anointed because I'm comparing, right? And so I start complaining about what God was doing. And next thing I know, I'm in this, this weird river that's tossing me around. And, and this culture that is, is, is being harmful to me because I'm feeling condemned, like, man, because it's, it's about, you know, you pray this much, you, you do all these things that I felt like, man, I'm doing this so much, I'm praying a lot, I'm fasting a lot, but th these things aren't happening for me, why not, what's wrong with me, what's wrong with me, now, now you're in another lane of, of, of condemnation, you're in another lane of pride, you're in another lane of all these things, and so anyways... Then I, you know, now, now that's something else. And I might t talk about that more deeply, but I just want to touch on these points. Right. And then next thing I know, you know, you, then you, you, you know, I started going to, you know, African churches and, and, and within African culture, Christianity is different. It's another, it's a whole nother style of Christianity. You got, you got Western American style culture to uh, Christianity, the mega church style of Christianity. Everybody knows what that is. That is the, your, your, every city's got the big, you know, mega church everyone goes to, and they got the lights and the smoke machines and the, the worship, the two worship songs, that type of church, right? Very comfortable. Anybody can go, anybody can feel welcome. You got the, you know, the, the, the more like Hispanic strict, um, Pentecostal style churches that I've been to, then you have the charismatic culture uh, services and people are praying in tongues and they're praying for healing. And, and again, I'm not knocking any of these things. I, now I see clear, I see them all from God's perspective in many ways, but I'm going to get back to that. And so then I started going to the African style churches there and within the, the, at least the ones I've seen at least what I've, I've known is it's a, it's a lot about prayer and it, it you know, praying in tongues for long periods of time and, and fasting and, and, these these things and and so i'm like getting it now i'm getting you know absorbing a lot of that culture and, and here's the thing i'm not knocking these things because a lot of these things bless me in different ways along the way but here's i'm going to get to my point in a second and then i started looking into um you know and then i started going to a reformed church and it's like it's all about uh you know, <laughs> reading charles spurgeon and, you know what i'm saying knowing doctrine and theology and 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 you know it was a whole other different culture it was, it was very sound very uh conservative very uh very easy i enjoyed it i spent i don't know maybe six months within going to those services and i was like yeah this is cool everybody's cool but then i noticed there was like nobody was it, there was nothing cared about within um like if i started talking about prophecy it was like kind of, people started kind of looking at me different i didn't again i'm green i'm naive i don't know about church culture i'm just somebody that got filled with the holy ghost and i'm excited to talk about that god just gave me a word of knowledge about this person on the street and i'm telling them about it so i'm in there i'm talking i don't i don't know that this is not this is like an x no zone and, and i you know what i mean no one's telling me this but i started noticing after like a month it just it just started feeling like things were just it was different and, and, and so it was a different culture, again, a different culture. And I, and, and then I talk about Bethel and it was like, oh, they're, they're heresies. They're, <laughs> I talk about this person. It's like, oh no, we don't, we, he's not. And so now I'm finding out men of God that I thought were anointed or cool or whatever, weren't really that cool. And they were actually, you know, deceived and all this stuff. And then, so now I'm finding another box within Christianity and now, you know, and so any, and then I started getting, looking into orthodoxy. And, and, and so anyways, my point is, is that I looked into, you know, all these different things and along the way, what was happening to me was I was putting on yokes. I'm putting on these yokes of religion unknowingly. Because in one sense, the pro and the blessing to it was that these things were evolving me. They were shaping me and they were making me well-rounded in so many ways. I was, I was understanding and seeing from different perspectives, but they were also um, putting these, these snares and these yokes on me that weren't healthy for me. And so what happened is, you know, you have any type of lack of identity as a son, um, you know? And so what started to happen is I started to feel like, you know, um, 
that culture has a specific type of Christianity that's practiced. And so what I started to notice is that I wasn't being fake by any means, but I was suppressing aspects of myself for these different groups of people. And I'm going to give you an example. You know what I'm saying? If I'm going to go to the reformed circles, then I'm going to know I'm not going to pray in tongues there. And, and I'm going to I'm gonna keep some of the charismatic stuff, you know, out the way. I know if I go to the Pentecostal charismatic church, I'm going to glory to God and I'm going to praise like this. I'm going to pray like that. If I go to this church, I'm going to pray like this. I'm going to pray like that. Because why? That's how they do it in those cultures. If I go to the African church, I know that I'm cool. I can groan in the spirit. I could, I could scream. I could let my tongues go off nuts. And, and you know what I'm saying? I could do, I could do that there, but I can't do that at that type of church or else they're going to think I'm crazy. And so what I started to notice was that I was being split. My soul was being split into 60 different directions. And I was feeling like I had to be a different version of myself. And again, not that I was being fake, I, but I was suppressing aspects of myself to fit into these different groups. Why? Because unity. Because I had a dream. I had a dream that the church would be unified. I had a dream that we'd be knit together in love. I had a dream that I could walk into this Christian building and that Christian building and everybody could get along. It was before I knew that one sliver of doctrine that was misplaced would call you a heretic. It was before I knew that somebody could agree with you for, for six months straight on every video you make and then one video you say one thing they disagree with you on and all of a sudden you you're deceived and the devil lives inside of you and you need to repent and you don't know what you're doing and you're a heretic and I never want to follow you again. <laughs> That's why. So I didn't know these things at the time and culture was, was eating me. Christianity, religion was eating at me. I didn't know. All I knew was seek God, seek God, seek God. And then, in the, and then underneath all of this, I didn't know that there was a piece of me that didn't know being a son was enough. And so now I still was mostly indoctrinated by the charismatic culture of you're the, you're the evangelist. It's your job to lead people to Christ. You, this is what an evangelist does. This is what it should look like. So people, when you, you, you know, if they're not falling out and, and and coughing up demons on the street and doing this and doing that and this and that, then you're not really anointed. That's how I felt. And, and like I said, it's crazy looking back on this. I'm seeing people, groups of people breaking down and crying. And, and to me, the, the culture of char charismatics made me feel like that wasn't anointed enough. Made me feel like, oh, God didn't really move because they didn't fall over on the floor and cough up a demon. I must not really be anointed. I got to pray more. I got to do more. That's how I started to feel. And so this has been going on the last five years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is what's been going on underneath the surface the last five years of me trying to, to appease everybody. And in the end, I'm only destroying my own soul, my own spirit, because I'm trying to 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 be somebody that can bring all the pieces together because that's my heart's desire that's God's heart's desire you know what I'm saying but then and so anyways like I said all this is happening I know there's an expectancy I know every every church has its own culture and so what started to happen is I started to get so tired of it so tired of it like it, it physically would hurt to go to church because I said, I can't do it anymore. And this is where it all started to change. And I'm gonna, now I'm going to start getting into what happened this weekend and we're turning the corner. I hope you guys are with me. So what started to happen was about three weeks ago, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was in a church. And in the church, they invited me to come up and pray in the front. And so I go to the front of this church and like, yeah, can you pray? And, and I went to pray and I started to pray. And then I couldn't speak. I was like, I, I, I froze. 
And I'm like, I don't know how to, I don't know how to do church. That's what I said. I said, I don't know how to do church. And I'm like, how do I pray? How do I pray at this church? How do I, what, what type of prayer am I allowed to do? Am I, allowed? I started doing that internally, right? And I started choking up. I would start to pray and then I'd freeze up in and, 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 and the dream. And I got up and I ran out the chapel and there was a pastor I knew that was out there. And I looked at him and I said, I don't know how to do church. And I punched a hole in the wall. And I said, how do I do church? I don't know how to do church. What do I do? How do I do this? And I woke up and I said, man, you know, it didn't really make a lot of it made sense, but not entirely did it make sense. And I was like, man, that's crazy. Like, I was like, that's what it is. I don't know how to do church. I know how to be a Christian. I know how to be filled with the Holy Ghost. I know how to seek God. I know how to go out in the in the marketplace and go to the grocery store and go to the gas station and, and, and love on somebody and pray for somebody. I know how to go and seek God on my own. I know how to fast. I know how to do all these things that a Christian would do. I know how to have fruit in my life. But when it came to church, I didn't know how to perform form it was like how do i do it here <laughs> and so anyways that's how i felt and so i went to this this thing this weekend i got invited this is the craziest thing right the very first time i ever get invited to like preach or you know come as a a, a speaker to an event was the the first two times were in the same day right and so i'm 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 going to this one event and they had me to come speak and I get there and, and, and something about me was distressed. I got there and I was distressed like the whole time. The, the, I, I was like, cause I was, I was, like I said, I had been so done. I was like, I'm done with religion. I'm done with, with how do I be at this place? Feeling these pressures to, to be a certain type of Christian, depending on what type of church you're at. And so I'm like, okay. Um, you know, I, I was like, I just can't do it. I couldn't, I was like, I'm done. Like, if I don't want to praise like this, I don't want to praise like this. If I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, nobody should have to tell me praise yelling at you pray like this this is how you pray and then you feel you know what i'm saying so i'm like i'm done i just i'm this i'm just here and so i felt this distress like ugh, like this i can't do it anymore religion has killed me it's weighed me down to nothing like that's how i felt right and so i remember the after it was a third session we had a three-hour break and i was i went to my room and I cried on the floor in, in the spirit. I groaned. I prayed. And about an hour into this, I said, God, I, can't, I, don't, I just want to go home. I'm done. I was like, I quit religion. I quit ministry. I quit all of this. I'm on the floor and I'm groaning. But I, all of a sudden, it feels like something manifests in me. It was, a, it was like a painful almost it, it was, it, it didn't feel like me. Something else in me came, kind of arose and I'm groaning in the spirit. I'm praying in the spirit and I'm going off in tongues. And all of a sudden I feel, cause it, God's delivered me in private multiple times, like probably four times that this specific thing has happened four or five different times. I feel this, you start feeling sick. You feel like you start getting hot. God himself started to deliver me. I started puking up a demon. And all of a sudden I felt so much better, right? And I go back and I finish. And it was the last day of all of this when everything started clicking. All of the prophets that came are literally talking about things that God's been talking about this whole time. He's been protecting me from these things. He's been, that's why like, I'm, it's like he's been protecting me from a lot of these religious things. And I've never been felt like I could go all the way in these things because I've always seen where it's like, it's, it's, it's not kingdom. And so all these people are talking about church is done. Church is done. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. We're, we're done with church. It's kingdom now. 
it's not churchianity anymore it's kingdom and so i'm hearing all these things and i'm like all right bet i'm like this is a, this is a confirmation i'm done this is what we're doing now and so i got delivered from whatever i don't know if it was religion i don't know if it was fear of man i don't know what it was but whatever it was i just didn't care anymore i said you know what i'm josh zatkoff i'm just gonna be me i love jesus the best i know how and that's it right and so i'm sitting there and the conference just starts getting better and better and better and i'm just receiving i'm getting confirmation i'm getting words everything's just like all right i i, I have confidence now what i'm supposed to be doing the funny thing is it's called divine alignment that was the conference in the name of it and so the crazy thing is i got invited to speak that um this past saturday somewhere and the more and and i didn't pray about it i'm just gonna be real with you i got invited and the person that invited me i trusted so i was like yeah i'm gonna be there and and so i didn't pray about it though and all of a sudden i started to feel that tug in my spirit like yo um you're not really supposed to do like I, I you didn't pray about this like i just knew it wasn't god's will for me to go but I had already given my word and I said, and I repented, but I said, I felt distressed. I felt this pull in my spirit. Like you can't go, you can't go. The more I prayed about it, the harder my heart got towards it. But I said, Lord, I gave my word. Um, I don't want to back out now. I repent for, for not praying about this and seeking you about this more. Um, but, but can I go just to, you know what I'm saying? And, and I got the peace to, to like, all right, go. Um, and so anyways, I go and I, and and basically I I had this word planned in this thing and whatever and I get up there and it was so weird because God was speaking to me, Holy Spirit told me this whole week. He's like, I'm gonna walk you through all of this. You're gonna I'm gonna walk you through this. And so I get up there and all of a sudden everything I've ever identified or had an identity put on me for was gone. People have, you know, been like, wow, you're bold. Wow, you're, you're always on fire. All the things. Wow, you, anything everybody, anybody's ever identified me for as a Christian. Like, oh, I, you know, if you're, you're, you're a prophet, wow, you, you hear from God good. If you're a teacher, wow, you teach, right? Anything that somebody will put an identity on you within Christianity for was gone. I didn't feel the fire. I didn't feel the boldness. I didn't feel the prophetic. I didn't feel anything. I was standing there and I had nothing Yet I was filled with peace and joy and God was standing next to me. I was with him, yet I was not, he was not, he was with me, but he was not with me for ministry's sake. And I had to stand up there and I started to go, I couldn't even talk. I'm stumbling my words. It was crazy. And I'm, I'm reading the room and I know it's like this expectancy. Why? Because of the culture of the culture of church that I was in. They expect because what's, you know, anointed or what's God in that culture is expected to look a certain way. And because I wasn't performing it that way, it was like, oh, this is dry. This is whatever. This, right. And I'm seeing the faces of people like disappointment. And it was the craziest thing, because if that would have happened to me two months ago, I would have been depressed. I would have been sick. My identity had been down the drain. And for the first time in my life. I almost wanted to bust out laughing in the middle of me talking because I realized I didn't care. I was a son. I was standing there and I said, I'm preaching the worst sermon I could ever preach. I felt like it wasn't that terrible, to be honest. You know, at least what my wife said. <laughs> but to me, I was like, dude, my words aren't flowing. I'm not I'm not moving how I, I know I can. It was it was, in my opinion, not the greatest sermon. I'm like, but I'm happy and I know I'm a son. Even though I don't have this right now, that right now, I'm a son. Even though their expectancies or their whatever is not being met, I'm a son. It all hit me. And I was like, dude, I'm free. And I got off that stage holding my head so high and feeling so full with joy because I said, God, that's what you did this week. And you delivered me from religion.
You delivered me from the pressure of feeling like I had to perform a certain way at certain styles of Christianity. You delivered me from feeling like I needed to be the person that says, oh, glory to God after every sentence or oh, hallelujah and have some super religious lingo. You delivered me from feeling like I need to pray a certain way when I go here and pray a certain way when I go there and feel like I can't pray a certain way when I go here and go there and can't talk a certain way and can't talk about. I was wrecked by these snares and I know I'm talking to somebody because I've talked to a thousand people on the street that felt this exact same way. I've talked to a hundred people that felt like, oh, they weren't good enough for charismatic culture. I felt, I've felt i talked to people about all these things, so I know I'm not crazy. I'm sharing with y'all my experience and how I got delivered from it this weekend, and I don't care anymore if, if you know what I'm saying, if, I, look, I'm not doing it no more. I quit religion. I quit it all. I'm... <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm I'm not going back. I'm not going back to it either. Um, and so I share all that to say that I'm, now I got a little word I'm going to share with you. How much time I've been, been on here? Okay. So I got a quick word. I'm about done. This is the word though, right? Psalm 119 verse 130 says, the unfolding of your words gives light. It imparts understanding to the simple. People talk about it all the time, but we also often forget that God does not say, look, this is my plan for you. And he puts it in a ball and in, in, in a nice little neat envelope and stack of paper and places in front of you. He said, this is what you're going to do. This is all the instructions. This is everything. No, it's the unfolding of his word. It says, it says Psalm 105, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light to my path. The unfolding of that word is what gives light to you. So it it's unfolding as you move pieces of it are coming out. And so the last five, six years almost, I've had such a general idea of what God wants to do in my life, a general idea of what I was called to, a general idea of, of what I was supposed to be doing, right? But because of church culture, it started to, they started to, the culture of it started to add a, a, a perspective or shift uh, and add a layer to it that wasn't necessarily the way it was supposed to be. So a pressure started to get put on me that, oh, I'm called to something similar. So it's got to look like what I know is, is somebody else maybe or something else doing it like this. And it's got to look like this or look like that. I started to feel the pressure of it. Why? Again, it, part of it prized my damaged soul that is, is being healed. Praise God. But another part of it is because why? That's what's celebrated in those cultures. That's what's lifted up in those cultures is doing it that way doing looking like this and so um you feel like okay well i'm doing my thing isn't really as cool i guess and and so anyways i realized that all these pieces got this whole last five six years i'm getting pieces of this pieces of that pieces of this pieces i'm getting pieces of the puzzle but you don't get the vi the whole vision is not there i have a vision i have the dreams but I'm not like seeing how it all flows and fits together or whatever. And so it was like for the first time this past weekend, I started to see the picture more clearly and it came together more so in a frame than I had seen before. And it, de it just delivered me. Like I was like, dude, I'm a son. I don't care. I guess, I, you know, I I'm not moving in the prophetic day. I'm still a son. It doesn't like, and here's the thing is so many people, I mean, I've talked about this and known this forever. You're not what you do. You are not your ministry. You are not, you know, your identity is in Christ as a son or a daughter. I've known this. And I've, I've, I, I thought I understood it. And I thought that I had the revelation. I thought it was in my heart. But this weekend I realized that yes, a lot of it was there. But there was still such a large aspect of, of it that really identified with, with you know, um, how, I guess, what I was doing, you know? And if it was, it was looking a certain way, was it Christian enough? 
Was it accepted by this type of church or that type of church or rejected by this type of church? And I think, who was it, Bill Gates or someone says, like, uh, or Steve Jobs says, like, if you, you know, uh, I'm going to mess up the quote, but basically the only way that you could fail is by trying to please everybody. Well, that was me, and I failed. <laughs> I failed because I was trying to please every type. Of, I wanted the denominations to get together and work together. I'm sorry. I'm a criminal. <laughs> I, I, it's like the United States of America. We're all divided by these imaginary lines and call it states. You know what I mean? The, but the lines aren't really there. It's just our imagination, just rules we implied. And that's how I see denominations. It's like, you know what I mean? We're the body of Christ, but... You know, your your view of the Trinity is slightly different than mine, so no, now you're a different state. Oh, you believe you can pray in tongues, but I believe you can. Now we're a different state, you know, and and I was trying to make all those lines disappear, and and man, it's hard. I'm sure a lot of people, I know I'm not the first, and I won't be the last, you know, and, and I hope, but I do know now that we're moving into the, the, the um, season of kingdom, and, and churchianity is being done away with because people are getting tired of it. I know it almost killed me. I'm telling you guys this because charismatic, specific specifically charismatic culture almost killed me bro it made me hate myself i was moving in anointing i was moving in the power of god and guess what charismatic culture and a damaged soul made me feel like i wasn't doing anything and it caused me to lose some of the anointing because i started to complain about not being anointed because nobody ever told me anything so i'm thinking like oh well i guess i, I just am imagining that anything happened you know what i'm saying like it started it it, it made me want to kill myself at times you know what i'm saying and so I'm I'm done with it. I'm not. I'm done with the striving. I'm done with that weight of religion. I'm gonna sit here. I'm gonna pray in tongues. If you're reforming, you don't like it. I don't care. Sorry. Um. You know what I mean. I'm gonna do me in in the kingdom, and I'm gonna do my best. To stay humble. I'm not trying to you know be arrogant or puffed up right now. I'm I'm pouring out my heart because this was a big deal to me. You know what I'm saying. This was a big deal for me, and I got I broke free, and I'm not going back to those chains. And so anybody that's watching, God bless you. I really hope that you know this inspired you. God created everybody individually you are a specific type of person that god created and christianity is not a certain lingo it doesn't mean you have to pray like this it doesn't mean you have to praise like that it doesn't mean your worship has to look like tapping the feet and doing the baptist fit dance it doesn't that doesn't mean oh oh i can't do it i don't know how to dance like that bro so because i can't tap my feet and do the fast tap now i'm not cool enough now my worship doesn't count guess what that's how that type of stuff will make you feel because that's what everybody in that type of culture is doing. So now you feel, well, I can't really dance that well, so I guess I don't praise that well either. I'm done with it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so, yeah, um, that's that's what I got today. You know what I'm saying? And, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, things are probably going to be changing a little bit. I'm excited because I have a series coming up and it's going to be an apologetic series. I'm going to have my friend Jonathan come on here and teach some stuff. Um, come on here, ask him some questions and we're going to get to, you know, we're going to study some apologetics and differences between different types of religions and stuff like that. So that's a series coming up. And in the meantime, I'm just going to, you know, be be doing some some things really not not much is changing. I'm just embracing some things that I, I didn't embrace before. And so hallelujah, praise the living God in Jesus name. Amen.